0: You are about to listen to a sermon from Common Ground Church in Rapid City, South Dakota. We hope to see you in person. For more information visit commongroundcma.org. So we're working through this series, Living the Good Life, out of 1 Peter. The idea of the good life is uh, the good life in God's equation, or His estimation. Uh, and that's a holy life. That's a different life. It's a life unlike uh, our, our old life. It should be different. Um, the title of this message is, uh, That Was Then, This Is Now. Okay. Uh, have you ever watched TV and you've seen the before and after pictures of things where there should be a, a noticeable difference about something? Uh, when I worked for the, the Rapid City Journal many, many years ago as an advertising photographer, I would have to take before and after pictures for a weight loss program uh, here in town. And uh, that was always kind of fascinating because it was like I actually kind of got to watch people go through the process. But there was a few where, you know, they would have me take their picture and then I would develop it and then I would line it up with the the last picture I took and... Uh, there was a definite difference, but it wasn't a loss of weight; it was a gain of weight. They somewhere they they lost their way there, and uh, so uh, that was probably not the difference they wanted to see. And there was probably some people that were frustrated that it took so long. But I did, you know, I was able to actually experience vicariously, I guess, um, this this old and this new that people were experiencing as they went through this whole process. Uh, If you've ever remodeled a house, you know, there's a before and there's an after. That's something that we've been doing in our own home lately. Um, I I think it would be good for us today, especially as we go into this text, to think about um, that there was a then for us before we knew Jesus Christ, and there's a now, and there should be a very distinct before and after difference. and I think as we look into the scripture today, um, hopefully we're going to see that. Now something that's really neat I, one of the things I like about preaching through books like this is that everybody you guys all get the chance to read ahead and read the book more than just once not just hear it when we preach it kind of thing and it's really exciting to know when someone's digging into the word and they're they're hearing god speak to them through the reading of his word when uh when i asked that question of to, to have winter ask everybody else you know like what has god been revealing to your heart um i thought about that myself and and i realized that 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 during times like these now more than ever i this is when i need to go to god's word because that's where he reveals things to to my heart it's not just circumstances it's not just situations that are going on uh that define what God is saying to me but it's his word that's shouting in black and white loud and clear to us uh things that we need to know and so uh in this passage I was finding some things in there that God was revealing to my heart that I'm like "Ooh, uh needed to hear that one well so a few weeks ago uh Ted Hayward gets a hold of me and he says, You know, first Peter chapter four it's a fantastic text. Uh, it, there's there's just stuff there that's triggering in my life and and things like that. And so I said, "Oh, did you want to did you want to come and talk about those things?" And he said, "Yeah, I'd like to do that." And uh, then I said, "Would you like to preach the message that Sunday?" He said, "No, I wouldn't like to do that." <laughs> but uh, we've asked him to come and to share some testimony and share some things that God has laid on his heart. So before I have him come up, uh, I'm going to read uh, this portion of scripture. And uh, then I'm going to invite Ted to, to join me up here and let him have it, and then I'll wrap up. Uh, so here it is, First uh, Peter chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. It says, Since, therefore, Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with, in the same, with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of his of, of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. they might live in the Spirit the way God does. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's buried grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies. In order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So a lot of things that that passage says, I'm not quite sure what Ted's going to say about it yet. I'm anxious to hear that. But one of the things that kind of jumped out at me was in in verse 11, where it kind of shows two different ways that God's gifting comes out into people. And, And in one way, it could come through speaking. Okay, There are people that are gifted to get up and to communicate and to, to just kind of open their mouth and God speaks through them. Um, and then there are people that are gifted in serving. Um, maybe speaking isn't their strong suit, but man, they give their hands something to do. And they'll demonstrate the character and the love of Jesus Christ through that. And uh, I'm getting the idea from Ted talking to him this morning that he is definitely a server, and, and I know that from, from days past. Just watch Ted's life, and this guy serves in the in the strength that God supplies. But he doesn't seem too excited about speaking. <laughs> but you know what? There are times when you can do both because the Spirit enables us to, to do both those things. So, Ted, I want you to know that the same Spirit that enables you to serve is the same Spirit that's going to help you when you stand up here and talk from what the scripture has to say. So if you'd come on up here, I'm going to let you have it for a while and when you're done, I'll I'll come and wrap it up, okay?
1: Well, hello. He said everything you just said. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to start out reading I'm really fortunate that I brought my big uh, print Bible with me, so I can read really well right now. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. He went through that, and it's just, i I read ahead. A couple of weeks ago, and found this because I don't read the Bible. I haven't. I just got one for Christmas, and Pastor Doug did a sermon, and it meant a lot to me. And I read ahead. This is what I found. It's like it's all right there. Everything that needs to be said is right there. We all have we all have um, strengths that we can share. There are so many things that, that are so easy to do that we don't realize. You know, there's, there's helping Pastor Nick move. There's, uh, if someone has a brake problem with their car and they need help, just go help. If you know how to do it, do it. Go build a handicap ramp. If you have that kind of ability to do that, then that's what we need to do is, is just go help other people so that so that they can see God's light shining through you. And that's the most important part, It's just knowing that that you're showing other people how important they are because every single one of us matter, no matter what our circumstances, no, where we, no matter where we've been because I've been a wreck. And I was able to come through it, and through the grace of God, it changed who I was, the, the bad person that I was. So I'm thankful to be where I am right now. I'm much happier with this guy. So we just, we need to show love. We need to make sure that no matter the color, no matter the sexual orientation, none of that matters. Just show love. Just hug your neighbor if you're comfortable with that. If not, fist bump, whatever. Just, you just got to show love. That's what we all have to do. Volunteer. If there's something to do, like I said, Pastor Nick, he needs some help moving. Let's help him. If we have the time and the ability, let's do. There are other things that, that other people can do. You know, some people, like you said, are great speakers. They're great motiva- motivators. Do that. Um, others aren't. They're better behind the scene. So you need to know what your strength is and know where you want to be and who it's all for in the end. You need to make sure and give generously. If someone needs something, help them out. Give it to him. That's the way it's supposed to be. Jesus loves us no matter what our flaws are, no matter how broken we are, no matter, like I say, where we've been, what we've done. He does not care. He's always looking for that one, the one that, that got away. He's going to come get us. He's going to bring us back. And he's going to show us his love. And then it's our job to make sure and show others so that they know his love. So I guess that's really all I have. Sorry. (laughs) Are we going to do a duet?
0: We could. Okay. But... Just spare the people okay. we probably want. so okay. ted and i have no worries about this pandemic thing as you can tell he was over at my house the other day and he gave me a big old ted hug which i really really needed uh at the time
1: so
0: yeah, I, yeah I, i'm really glad that this passage just happened to land the same time i'm trying to move uh so that you could put so many <laughs> plugs in there uh, but you know i i just wanted to have ted up here for a minute and and also to share something that you shared with me uh when you came to see me the other day uh so you were you were doing your job which if you did not know that's uh, an insurance adjuster estimator yep um so he's up on a lot of roofs now with the hailstorms that we've been experiencing and uh just the other day you were up on a fellow's roof
1: 83 degree heat and we started talking about god and there's there's no better i mean there's no place there's real no set place to talk God. I mean, the, if it comes up in a conversation, it's our job to talk to God. And He needed that. I needed that. And it was, it was a great, great day that we had together up there sweating, but we got to talk about God. So to me, that's really important. That's, that's a, a huge thing in my life now is being able to share with other people about Jesus and what He can do because I was a wreck before, and he came into my life, and and he's just, it's, it's powerful love. It's mm. a powerful love. Mm. Amen. Amen.
0: All right. So here's a guy that's afraid to speak, but uh, yet he uh, goes up on roofs to look at hail damage, and while he's there, he shares his testimony of what Jesus has done in his life. And, and we all have that ability, really. We all have the, those opportunities. We just have to, like Ted, be tuned in to, to seize those things because that's exactly what this text was talking about here. Um I, I want to go back to, um uh, where is it? Verse 7. In the English Standard Version, it, it says, the end of all things is at hand. And, uh, I think that it's our human tendency that when we're getting to the finish line, we kind of forget how important the race still is, you know, that we still have to run hard. And I think especially as Christians, I've I've hung around enough people that really get into eschatology, you know, the study of end times. And theorizing about how that all is going to look and everything. And, uh, in, in, in Peter's day, he was basically, he didn't think it was just, you know, he was forecasting that it was going to happen next week or something. He just said, it's at hand. Uh, Christ coming back. Everything that needed to be done has been done. He died for our sins. He rose from the dead. He ascended back to heaven. Uh, so that's all that really needs to be done other than, oh, the mic's going everywhere on, um, other than, um, us, doing exactly what Ted just said we need to do, and that's to talk about the love of God to people. Uh, while we have these days, that's what we should be doing. More than anything else, while there's a pandemic going on, we should be telling people about the love of God. While there's uh, you know racial tensions and, and other things that are uh, blowing up in our country, now more than ever, we need to be talking about the love of God to one another. We need to be getting on people's roofs. <laughs> and taking that moment to say, hey, well, I got you here, and we're a little bit closer to God. <laughs> uh, let me just tell you a story. And, and that's something that every single one of us can do, wherever we're gifted, and that is to tell the story of what Jesus has done in our life. So I think one of the main points I wanted to make here in closing is that when we think about the, the, the end of all things coming, now's not the time to get so heavenly focused that we're no good here on earth. Um, now is the time to be even more focused about what's going on in this world that we live in. While we have the time uh, to take the opportunity uh, to, to to seize those, um, I think God's waiting on us to rise up and to just go out and love people, serve people, be kind to people, um, be Jesus to people. I mean, if you stop and think about how Jesus behaved, uh, especially to people that disagreed with him, did not like him. Um, how he just flawlessly and perfectly loved them. Uh, he didn't wait for them to get their act right. He didn't wait for them to be the sort of people that agreed with the things that he was saying. He just loved them right where they're at. And I think that's something we need to re- be reminded of as his followers, as his church, that now more than ever uh, we need to take these times that we have to love people just like jesus loved us and then the other thing uh that kind of popped out on me is is that he said uh peter was saying that you know some people they serve through their speaking uh that's how they're gifted um other people are are empowered by god to serve with their hands and their feet and that's to get active and that's something we can all do too um some of us might be i don't know more Attuned and more sensitive to the needs. I noticed Ted, you're one of those guys, man. You just, you see a need, you're on it and you go into action, you mobilize, you really lead. You're a great shepherd in helping people to know how they can reach out and help other people so it's not all on your shoulders, and there's a whole army that can be mobilized in doing that, and that's something I'm learning. I mean, I'm a talker, You know, I'm an introverted talker, uh, but at the same time, I, I, I love helping. I love being able to do something for people, and I need to do more of that. Uh, so there's a balance in that, but either way, It's something that God has empowered us to do, but there's a purpose that He gave in gifting, uh, each and every one of this, of us. And that is found in verse 11, uh, where it says, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. And if you think about it, isn't that, isn't that why He saved us? you know i mean when he created us he created us to be a perfect reflection of of himself and then sin ruined that reflection and so jesus came to the cross to clean the glass so to speak and to restore that broken smeared reflection back to what it was supposed to be and it's not something i can whip up in myself it's it's something that that the holy spirit does within us, and that 's why He gave us the holy Spirit so so God chose us to have this happen. Uh, Jesus died to enable this to happen, and then the Holy Spirit empowers us to be his reflection to be restored back to that image we were originally created in and so it, I, common ground i guess i 'll just say it this way um, let 's get back to being god 's image if we claim to have had a faith experience with Jesus Christ and there's no discernible difference before that was then and this is now, then we might be fooling ourselves about that faith encounter. And so I would say this is a good time to really do a heart check and say, God, if, if, some, if something hasn't changed in me because of Jesus Christ... And start here. Start today. Do it now. I am yours. I'm, I'm here to give myself to you. Uh, so there it is. Uh, and, and then live your life like Ted just told us to live our life in such a way that by loving people and helping people and, and reaching out to people, um, we're actually reflecting who God is because that's what he did to us. He came to us when we didn't deserve it and he loved us. I like the way you said it, Ted, uh, that in all of our flaws, he he loved us. So I'm going to put those two things together. As flawed as we were, he flawlessly loves us. And that really is the story of the Bible. That's, just, that's it in a nutshell. That's the gospel. So there you go. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I'm going to wrap up with that and close in prayer. And then, uh, then we're going to get out of here and go enjoy a very, very warm Sunday afternoon Uh, again reach out to us in any way that you can you can use facebook you can email us Um, if if there's anything that we can do to help you in these times that we're living in here um, that's why we are here so please let us know and uh, and again, if you would like to schedule a small group meeting with uh, our pastoral candidate, uh, again, please let us know. You can do that right there in the comment feed. Someone already has done that. encourage you to do that before I get that schedule all put in place. But for now, let's pray, and I hope you all have just a, a wonderful Sunday and a, and a fantastic week ahead of you. Father, as, a, as we close now, I thank you for your word. Um, I, th- I thank you that it speaks to us still that it it never goes out of date and that the reason that you gave us the bible is so that we can engage you and uh, have you basically speak to us through the written word and uh, lord we need that because if we're left to ourselves we don't know which way to go Um, even when we out of our best intentions try to make things better um, our capacity to foul it up is is always so much greater so we desperately need your word to speak to our hearts, to, to remind us of who you are and who we can be walking with you. Thank you for your word getting into Ted's heart and for what that has done in his life. And Lord, I hope that maybe there will be a time where, where Ted will be able to just stand up in front of all of us and say, you know, this was Ted Hayward uh, back in the day. And, and now this is, this is what's happened since Jesus Christ. And He's been a, He's been a witness to that. He's been bearing testimony to that. And Lord, I think all of us could probably share that. I, I have that same story. And, and, and I think we should share it more, especially with people that need to know that you love them and that you have the ability to bring change into a broken life. Uh, Lord, may we be your vessels that bring that story of hope for change, for a broken life. And we pray that as we do that, that we would live out what your word says in 1 Peter there, that all the glory would be given to God through Jesus Christ. We pray that in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed. Please join us again at Common Ground Church.